Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of They Were Roommates. I had to check to make sure it was afternoon. <laughs> you, were, you were saved for three minutes. <laughs> I'll take that three minutes. Uh, hey, this is Charles and uh, Martin bringing you a email special where this week we'll be going through pretty much all the conversa- like questions we've gotten in conversations people want us to t- have and talk about and maybe recap our week a bit. It's actually been pretty quiet just yeah. going to class. It's a bit of a grind mostly, I'd say. It, it is. We're in another one of those lulls that it's not so much that the work is just hard. It's just that there's so there's always so much to learn in a language. And so it feels like you aren't progressing. But really, we're doing fine. Yeah, I we're don't doing think fine. there's anything that's been bad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned. It's, it's just, just a lot. Energy is needed and sometimes yes. you don't get that all right so uh what's the first email we have there martin uh well we have a few oh one of the, we are redacting names for privacy's sake that's fine and also the, so that you guys don't know it's just our mom's email no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> actually my mom has not emailed mom come on you Where? can do this <laughs> was it your dad that emailed us about the transport question or did uh, they text he messaged you? me oh also what happened to not giving out names charles <laughs> This is not a previous episode. We're saying about this one. We can oh, talk okay, about okay. previous ones. So, Plus, it wasn't an email. That's that was true. The, that the If you email us, confidentiality is ensured. Yes. If you text us, we not... will give your social security number to the world. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. So. so, email person, mysterious person number one. I have a really important question. Giving Charles' yeah. obsession with Catherine the Great and her lovers slash tutors... Which not we, tutors. Which we, which it's we, not tutors. Advisors. I don't know why she... He, she, whoever it is. <laughs> doing a bad job. <laughs> Someone. Some we are inclusive on whatever. Anyway, and her lovers slash advisors. Do you think his trying to gain information he is... Wow, this is some poorly written email. Do you think he is trying to gain information about his future occupation? Like, do you think he plans to travel back in time in order to take that job? Please let me know your thoughts. Thank you. No. I see no. he's lying. Because <laughs> I think when we walked into the Hermitage and Charles saw all the pictures of Catherine, he, he was, he was, there was a little bit of like cartoon love eyes. No, there weren't. There. No, there wasn't. I, I admit the, the temporary exhibition on Potomkin was wonderful because of all the maps and the paintings and everything and like the medals, but like, no. If you've seen Tom and Jerry, like the no, that's not, that's not, no. that cute cat. And the... You're just throwing me under the bus. <laughs> so uh, to answer that, Charles says, no, I say yes. But which one can you trust to be truthful? Me. I'm the one that knows myself. First off, I like ignore the fact that time travel backwards is like impossible. Oh, so that's the biggest obstacle? <laughs> that's the first thing I you mean, have an issue with I might also die immediately when I get there considering I'll be a nobody that is true with no papers uh, my immune system is not calibrated for 18th century Russia ah yes well you could probably live and they have smallpox but didn't Captain the Great start immunization against smallpox yes she did and I told you that you just wanted <laughs> to feel smart didn't you yes I, I did want to feel smart and I'm proud that I know one fact. <laughs> Two, I, I know a couple more facts about Captain the Great, but... Okay, the point still stands. I don't want to go back, and I don't want to be a lover mistress. Mistress? Oh, no! <laughs> Oops. So, I first of lover. all... No, 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 no. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> we are absolutely not cutting that. That's going into the highlight reels at the end of the season. Okay. We're not we don't have a highlight reel. All the mistakes usually get cut. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> we would never cut a podcast, dear listeners. You know we are always truthful and completely <laughs> honest in what we present. Most of the time. Okay. We have uh, another we have a few email. more. They know. Whoever that was, be satisfied in the fact that I wouldn't want to go back, despite what Martin believes. Mm-hmm. He believes in a lot of poor things. Yes, we have a couple more. Okay. <laughs> Hello. As a supportive listener, I do demand. Oh. Demand. Sorry, I should say this with like a British accent, shouldn't I? Hello. As a br- supportive listener, I do demand that you change your watch time to 9 p.m. 2100. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Mountain Dew bottle. When it goes off, you and Charles have the excuse to text Healy, it's nine o'clock, Healy. Please consider this recommendation with the utmost seriousness. Thank you for your time, and keep making podcasts so that I can come up with amazing ideas. Anonymous. We would, but Martin is If I knew how... Yeah, as I say, he's a little too... I would change the watch. Too unequipped to deal with it. That was a strange way to... Well, work. I didn't want to call you dumb on, on the podcast, so I was trying to come up with a very so polite way. So you said unequipped instead. <laughs> Look, I didn't say it worked. I was trying. Well, well okay. <laughs> I'll figure out the watch at some point. And when I do, I will set the alarm for 9 p.m. I- Good. I feel like we're going to get an he- email from Healy saying, don't do that. <laughs> don't you dare. Wait, nine, not, wait. But it has to be 9 her time, which is in the middle of our night. Yeah, we're not doing so that. So I'm not... I can't do that. No, we can just do it here and just make it a joke. It doesn't matter what time it is for healing. Maybe. I wonder if I could set an automatic... Oh, wait. I shouldn't say this. We'll, we'll plan it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Healy, don't listen to this. <laughs> Healy, jump just ahead. Just kidding. Just kidding. Jump, jump Healy gonna... in the past, jump ahead a minute. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> hang on. So he does believe in time travel. No, I don't. Catherine the Great. Here he comes. Nope. Okay. What we have you? a more serious wow, topic. Wow. Yeah. serious one. We're, we're so respectable. Here's a topic for future podcast. How do religious practices differ in Russia versus superstitious ones? That's a good question. Because Russia is, complicated. is traditionally very religious and superstitious. Do Russians see a difference? Um, yeah, that's another one. Uh, what about Lent? As we start Lent in Roman Catholicism. Oh, I have some stories about. So we'll take these one by one. How do religious practices differ in Russia versus superstitious ones? Well, if we want to go... Back to historical sort of documents and arguments, you do have a letter to Gogol by Belinsky because Gogol wrote about the religiousness of the Russian people as a way to try to solve the problems in Imperial Russia. But Belinsky bashed him as essentially saying Russians are sort of religious on the surface and right beneath is a lot of paganism. So it's a very it's been a very contentious debate on sort of where religious like like. I'm trying to think of the word like where religious practice and like pagan practice sort of like separate and whether or not it's like truly religious or if it's really mostly pagan with a bit of like orthodoxy on top it's a very complicated one but then again you also have the people who are like actually really orthodox right and i think one of the things that makes it difficult to differentiate is because orthodoxy is known as a religious style for being very action-based and most superstitions are action-based so you like you you know, in the States, we have don't walk under a ladder, don't let a black cat cross your path. Those are like little things that you would do in a day. In Russia, they have ones similar to that. So I pulled up some, and Charles and I are just going to really quickly go through these and see which ones we've heard of, which ones we haven't heard of, 
and which other ones we know. And if our any of our Russian listeners hear some of these and want to let us know their thoughts and opinions, feel free to email us. As always, yeah. the email for both of us and any other means of communication will be in the description on the video. Yes. If that means you listen on the app, though, you might have to go to the website because supposedly descriptions do. don't show up on the app. I think they do. Do they? It depends on which app you're listening to. I know for sure on iTunes they do. Okay. Because I know some people have been having issues like, what description? I don't see a description. I'm like, mm. Yeah, on SoundCloud you should be able to, but we can check. Okay. okay. Salt. Um... So I'm on Meet Russia Online right now, and it says, In Russia, salt was considered a symbol of eternity and for a long time was quite expensive. To spill the salt was an act of wastefulness as well as disrespect for the spittable house. I've never spilled salt. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. That's another one. (laughs) That's also a big one in Russia. Um, I... Have you ever noticed that one? Have I seen this one? I, I would say that Russians are careful not to waste most food. Or, or things in or general. Things in general. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen salt in particular. I know about the, the what is it, throw three pinches over your left shoulder. I, I don't know. The which salt to me salt. sounds like an interesting way to solve the problem of spilling salt because you've already spilled. I guess if you take the pinches from the spilled salt. Yeah, it never specifies like, it has to be new stuff. Maybe, maybe you're just putting it to use then. Who knows? Okay. Uh, this is one yeah, that I've seen. Yeah, this is one I've seen. Uh, one should never hand a knife directly to another person, as it is said that the two will get into a fight. Instead, a person yes. should always pre- place the knife down on a surface, and only then can the other person pick it up. In several cases, you can give it directly, but only pointing the sharp end towards yourself and making the knife's handle accessible for the opposite person. That happens to me a lot at home. Yeah. Because when I, I when, when she says, like, you need a knife for whatever I'm having for dinner, she either set it on the table for me, or if I get up to, like, grab it from her, she always turns it away and gives me just the handle. Yeah, which is just safety. Safety, but I think... I've seen that they, I think there isn't something is that, like, the sharpness is, like, metaphorically bad luck or something. I don't remember exactly. No. A lot of these seem to be practical. Okay. Yeah, a lot Let's of these are practical. Do not whistle in the house. There will be no money. I've heard of this one. Um, I break that one a lot. I heard of this. Yeah, I break this one, too. <laughs> I like but this I've one. heard of this in back in the States before I went over. Mm. And, yeah... I've never had anyone say anything about it. I've whistled at the university. I've whistled at home. And no one said anything. Though I do keep spending money, so I guess I'm losing money. This one's interesting. A funeral procession brings good luck, but one should never cross its path or it is bad luck? Well, I haven't seen any funeral procession. Yeah, well, there's that, and I'm just like, that's interesting. So it's like, if you see it, good luck, cross it, bad luck. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can understand that. Wait. In one way, it's so you a can't procession, cross it so you're before part of the celebration. after it. So what happens if you need to cross a street and it's going pretty much on the only road? Do you just have to hop in line, join them for a little bit, and then leave because you can't cross before it and you can't cross after it? But if it's on the only road that you need to get from one point to another, well, you sure as heck don't turn back home. <laughs> Which is oh, I'm another sorry. Russian I'm sorry. superstition yes, that, that you don't go back home. You know, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't come to class. There was a funeral procession. I couldn't get by without bad And I luck. couldn't go home. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the bar. <laughs> so I went to the bar. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's not a good excuse. Um, do not say hello, goodbye, or pass things over the doorstep. Yes. Yeah. All right. This is an interesting one. Many Russians can consider giving gifts of sharp objects like knives or scissors mm, to be taboo. That's the one. 
This taboo may be avoided by the donor taking a symbolic payment for an example. For example, That's one right. Russian ruble in exchange as if it is a trade, not a gift. That also applies to other gifts as well. Sometimes. Yeah, like scarves, I think. Uh, I read something scarves. about an animal, like an animal is a gift. It was scarves. Maybe, maybe. Um, also, never give somebody a purse or a money holder as a gift because you have to give them some money too. Yes. Well, empty containers. So if you see yeah. someone walking around with empty like buckets or like boxes or anything they, they put something in there mm. like a flower or you see workers with like a with like a bucket and then like a hammer in it yeah but they don't use the hammer like they don't need the hammer yeah they just have it in there so it's not bad luck or something um oh this one's else? interesting if one walks underneath or ducks under the arm of another person he or she must go back underneath that person's arm otherwise they will never grow to their full height I guess that explains Healy's lack of height. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was sitting here reading this one. I just, I had to do, I just had to make it about somebody. Yo. And I'm trying to think of short people that I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hear about this later. We, yes, you will. <laughs> do not put hun. do not put honey. Do honey. not put money into someone's hands. I mean, I wouldn't want to put honey either. That's just, I mean, that's a that mess. Be, yeah, that, that's just be messy. No, don't put money into like someone's hands. hands. We see this a lot. Um, there are trays at every cashier where you put oh. down the money because it's bad luck to like transfer your negative energy with the money into someone else's hand. So you put it down on a little tray in front of them, and then they. I've made it also mistake. just makes it makes it easier to look at the money. Yeah, I've made a mistake that once or twice because some people do that and some people don't. Yeah, I think in the fast food industry, it's becoming less and less. Yeah, but like I don't even even in, even like a local producer, sometimes I'm not sure because like some people will just hand it and some people will put it down. So I'm like, I don't know which to do because I'll do both, and I just kind of feel ridiculous because I can I don't get a clear answer on like which to do. Right. Because the best way we learn how to act Russian is just observe. But if people are doing two different things, it's like what's, what's one right? the what's... norm, and then what one will give me a weird look. It's like when you're trying to figure out how to say something, but you've heard people say it two different ways, and yeah. one of them is the slang way, but you don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, that, but with actions. So any of our young Russian listeners. Please let us know what's the proper way to give somebody change or money. Do you just hand it to them? Do you put it down? Yeah. Because that, that would be helpful. Do you follow the lead of the people in front of you? What are we, what are we doing here? All right. Okay. What else do we got? Never give unmarried girls a corner seat. I've heard of this See, one. See, I saw it as just any unmarried person. I think it's unmarried girls. Because a lot of the ones are whether they're worried about whether or not the women will be married. Okay. Um, and likewise, girls don't sit on the floor. Well, that or they sit also down say on like anything cold. Well, they also say that about normal people's like guys as well, like just general people. Like I've heard, like just people in general shouldn't sit on a floor or cold surfaces. Really? Yeah. Because I what I understood it to be was that somehow it would make a girl infertile. Yeah. If they but sat on the same, cold. could be for separate guys. Totally, how that works, right? You know, we could get some clarification, please, on whether or not this applies to people in general or like men or women. Yes. Because Different sort like sites have different wordings with the same superstition, and it's hard to actually get a sense of what is the actual wording. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe it's the translation from Russian to English. Maybe they're just not doing a good job. We could read it in English too, or in Russian. We could read it in English. <laughs> read it in English. Whoa, yes. guys! I have been studying abroad in Russia, and guess what? I can read in English now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, what about Lent? As we start Lent in Roman Catholicism, or we've already started Lent this so, past Wednesday. My host has lots of opinions about this. Oh. So I was fasting on Ash Wednesday. I didn't eat all day, and I got home, and it was like 
10, 30, 11, and she finally kind of forced me to eat something. And I was going to just say yes, because you have to give and take between like what we do at home and versus like what they expect. And I was sitting there eating like my small little putty brood one-sided sandwiches, which is really just bread, butter, cheese. She was telling me about how it's not right to not eat all day. She's like, no problem. You should eat. It's so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> we're, the, we're the Catholic versions of what's his name? Oh. You know who I'm talking about? No. The, the guy, the first Russian to travel into like India. Oh, oh my goodness! Professor Martin is gonna be so mad at us. Oh, uh, Nik- uh, Nikita. Afanasi Nikitin. Nikitin Afanasi. If it's not right, I'm. I, th- I think it is. Nikitin's it's... the last name. Is it for sure? Right. Sorry, as we quickly do a side note here. Afanasi Nikitin. Yes, it is. Yes. He's a Russian merchant. Yep. Okay, so we did know. Yes. So that, that awkward... We, we, we were sitting here whispering to each other. The awkward pause was us mouthing Afanasi Nikitin to each other to see if that was his real name because we didn't want to say the right, wrong name. So, so yeah, so she was telling me. And then on Friday when we couldn't eat meat, she also told me that it's not right to not eat meat. Because she's like, what will you have for dinner then? Because like, yes, breakfast is fine. You can either have like... Uh, you know, you can have, like, porridge, or you can have blini without meat, or just something. We'll get to the blini in a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she was telling me, like, what will you eat for dinner? And I'm like, how about macaroni and cheese? Which in Russian is really just macaroni with cheese, because they don't... This concept is not the same as in the States. Occasionally, so my, it's also spaghetti with cheese. Yes, because macaroni is just, like, pasta. <laughs> pasta. So it's my dinner... pasta. Yeah, so she got me... She poured me a plate of lots of uh, noodles, like macaroni. And then she put a separate bowl with like a salad, like a salad, like pincher thing they use for salad with a bunch of shredded cheese in it. So then I would take that and I would sprinkle it on and stir it up. Luckily, the macaroni was hot enough that it sort of melted. It was actually quite good because it was like quality cheese. But I just found that funny. And then she's like, it's not right, you know. <laughs> and then yesterday, she finally said I did something right. Which was? I, eat, I don't like a lot of salt with my food. Because she, because she was telling her, uh, her son, Igor, about how I don't do this. Like, I fasted for a day or I don't eat meat on Fridays now. And she's like, it's not right. And then she's asked me, like, oh, do you, uh, do you eat a lot of salt? I'm like, not particularly. It's like, ah, good. That is right. And I'm like, finally, Igor. She finally approves of something about my eating habits. Right. But, but that is interesting. It's interesting that she thinks one day when they have the whole week with well they have longer without meat right yeah they go a lot longer and then all so, of holy yeah, week is we like talk about that so for catholicism lent started so lent in russian is veliki post yes yes and which is just the great lent or the great fast yep and they start when this week this week yes because yes. today is maslenitsa Yes. So talk about that a little, or do you want me to? You can talk about it. I have a little thing pulled up just to uh, double check myself. He's, he's very prepared for today. Well, I have to always like, make sure that I'm not saying untrue things about our religion. So it's this Maslenitsa is the, or it's Ma- Maslenichnaya Nidelia is the week of it. So Maslenitsa comes from Masla, which is the word for butter. Really? Yeah, really. Wow. And it's the equivalent of our Shrove Tuesday. Okay. And they will eat a lot of blini. I'm not opposed. No one is opposed, but they will be blini without meat. 
That's fine. I like the sweet cream that's <laughs> yes. in it. And they usually have a lot of celebrations in the streets. Um, the snow is kind of melted today, so I'm not sure how many snowball fights we'll be getting. But I believe that's part of the traditions, too. Yeah. To really... I'll make sure I avoid. I mean, I don't think you're going to be killed in one of these. They they have a lot no, of different things. I don't things. want to get wet. Plus, I don't have my snow boots. <laughs> I have normal shoes today. I don't have my snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> i got to be careful. I don't want to get my shoes wet because then I have wet socks. This is These are the real important issues here, Again, Martin. you could wear boots. We, I'm lazy. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Plus, I feel ridiculous wearing boots all day. Especially when I'm indoors. Everyone in Russia wears boots. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't feel ridiculous. Stop Maybe thinking about other problem. Stop thinking about other people for a moment, Martin, and let me just be selfish. Okay, you guys heard it. I will let him be selfish. <laughs> oh goodness, no, because that will just be involving me drinking lots of Mountain Dew and eating lots of Step Bars. So after Maslenitsa, after Maslenichnaya Nadelia, the Russian Orthodox go into a much more stringent. Uh, routine of eating than Catholics. Yes. They give up meat. They give up any... They basically go vegan. Yeah, pretty much. And they, then but they do it in stages, right? Yeah. Like there's a stage where there's like, it's okay to eat no no meat, but it's okay to have some types of dairy, I think. Yeah. And then it's all gone. Yeah, for Holy Week for them, it's a seven-day fast, essentially. Yeah. Oh, if... I know if Garrison listens, he's Orthodox, and he could probably send oh, us yeah, an email. Oh, yeah, Garrison, let us know. <laughs> Please help us, like, confirm, because I might have taken a course on Eastern Christianity. doesn't mean I remember everything about Lent. <laughs> yeah. Because it is a very complicated... It is. We could even bring Garrison on. If Garrison, if you're interested. We can do a two-part series. We can do a two-part series. We'll give you an honorary Maybe. title like Lena. Yeah, this is the ignorant uh, episode where we kind of guess based off of our vague knowledge, and then the next episode will be somebody who actually knows something <laughs> coming in and just laying the law down. It's like, ah, that's very helpful. Yeah. Because I don't like guessing all the time. Yeah. So is there anything else on that email? Uh, no, that's uh, about it. Yeah. Asks, well, we can talk a few more about a few more differences between Catholicism that we're used to and Catholicism in Russia. So Ash Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I got stuck in my metro <laughs> because the car just didn't leave the station for a good like 10 minutes no it was like five it was five minutes is enough that it felt long just missed i just missed missed the ashes but charles will now fill you in on what happened because he was confused i was confused when i saw him (laughs) we were all confused because i get there and martin's not there yet and i'm texting him and it's whatever. And unfortunately, Ash Wednesday was only in Russian at this church. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like, there wasn't a normal English one we could go to. So, I'm like, I'm feeling uh, very odd, to say the least, because I'm like, I'm an English speaker, and it's all in Russian. And then at one point, he gestures for everybody to start lining up, and it's like a mad rush to the front. Like, it swarms quickly. And from there, we start, like, going one at a time, and he has something, and he's doing something to people. Like, I at first thought of, like, a little bit of holy wa- like holy water to, like, get ready for the ashes, because I didn't see anything going on, so I assumed, like, it was just a little bit of water. And he's not doing any crossing. No. Right. I get up there, and I'm, like, I'm third, like, the third person from the front, and I finally notice people are, like, kind of, like, leaning forward, bowing a little bit, and he's picking up some ashes, and he just sprinkles it on one's hair <laughs> there isn't a cross like in the united states it's just a little bit of sprinkling on your hair and i'm like darn it i was looking forward to get, getting my cross you know because it's always 
a fun thing to get when in the states and like i don't know just i like it a little bit more and it yeah. feels like it actually like, like stays a little better because let's be honest when you sprinkle on the hair the moment i fixed my hair it was like all gone or we walked well, out no, into the, the street the, the wind. wind just blew it all out of my hair yeah so i walked into the church just as the priest was turning away from the altar and charles was like run up there and then he was like no. but i looked at charles and charles didn't have ashes on his forehead so i was like okay i didn't miss the ashes so i didn't get to go up to the altar to get ashes because i didn't see them on his forehead yeah and then i look over and it looks like charles has like a gray <laughs> spot and i was like the heck is going on yeah that, that was the ashes yeah. but that was the ashes and then after that it was just a normal mass you know a normal weekday mass because normal weekday masses are a little bit different from sunday masses and after that, we went out for our excursion, but yeah, I was, I was just, I was a little sad that like the wind blew it all out. Yeah, it's like I just, I like getting ashes, you know. Yeah, I, it's it's different. To I just, I least. wonder how they burn it differently because in the states it becomes a very thick black like. Oh, they mix it with water in the states. Oh, is that what they do mm-hmm. for it? Okay, because I'm like, do you he, have to mix it with water to put it on the foreheads? I think it's holy water, or is it oil? It's water or oil. I know they mix it with some liquid. Okay, because I say here is it was a very dust-like, very fine yeah. substance, and that sort of explains why it was just like that. It's like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. So that was Ash Wednesday. Otherwise, it was a it was a pretty basic Ash Wednesday. You know, your basic fasting. Yeah. And then we were having a conversation to ourselves about like good Russian food, and that was a mistake to have. <laughs> okay, I kept trying to talk about places to go, and Charles was like, "Oh yeah, that's right next to this one restaurant." <laughs> Or they like have a, this amazing <laughs> or like we're walking past like a bakery and it just smells like and like you don't normally smell oh no it was like the, the great syndicate oh yeah it was something like that like we were walking oh, by geez. and it, you don't normally like notice it but when you haven't eaten all day and like you're craving a good american burger or something because oh, you've been here for like six to eight weeks at this point your senses just become that much more enhanced you're just like Oh, I remember a cheeseburger. <laughs> I remember what that tasted like back in my former life. <laughs> my goodness, it sounds like we've been out of the state for years at this point. Back when I was a young American whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what was that? It's my old man from Avatar The Last Airbender voice. I have never seen it. Well, you've done yourself a disservice. Yeah, I bet I have. I, what was what was that? I don't know. I just wanted to be snappy with the cut. Look, I I speak before I think sometimes. Okay, it's why I get some good jokes, but it doesn't mean I don't end up sticking my foot in my mouth sometimes. Is that a good way to like get athlete's mouth or something? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not here, to doctor. Do- please, I need fungus spray for my face. <laughs> not literally. Stick I ran my, foot. my mouth. On. Look, I'm not flexible enough. All right, I can't stick my foot in my mouth. So you tried. No, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just know for a fact. Okay. So we just briefly talked about that question in the email. We'll be able to talk about it more in the coming weeks as they really get into Lent. And we'll bring in our uh, resident American who's also Orthodox but doesn't live here because he's one of the students with us, expert. Yes. We'll come up with a better acronym in the coming weeks I just wanted to tr- somehow describe him in a decent sense, which failed. But you know what? You got to try it. <laughs> Martin's just mouthing like an acronym right now as he's trying to think. I'll come up. You'll come up with something? Our, he'll be Raul, 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 our resident American Orthodox University lad. Lad. <laughs> All right, bud. Ra- Raul. <laughs> Raul. That, okay. That's what you have in store if you decide to join us on the podcast, Garrison. <laughs> I feel like this is an eternal way. If he even listens, who knows? Our viewership has been going down 
pretty spectacularly. This is from very disappointing. One. This is how we make our living, guys. <laughs> if you don't bad. listen to our podcast, we will be starving on the streets. See, I'm glad we don't actually make our living this way because <laughs> we would be starving on the streets, <laughs> but we don't. No, so yet. So in the coming weeks, we'll be bringing you that stuff. Uh, we have a Moscow trip this weekend. It'll be for this upcoming weekend on the long weekend. We'll be taking overnight trains, so we'll probably have some stories and experiences from that. Hopefully not, because it's an overnight train, and I'd like to sleep soundly for that. Yeah. But we did get a hotel in Moscow. We splurged a little. It will be nice. It will be. We'll have a, we'll have a good time. We got a superior room with two queen-size beds and a minibar. I mean, every hotel room in Russia it comes with a mini bar, so it's not that special. But it just sounds special. We're not going to eat out of the mini bar. No, we don't. We don't like ourselves that much. No, we're going to go to Karatiera Sorok Chatiri, my favorite restaurant in Moscow, and get the best borscht in the world. Ooh, it is wonderful. What's borscht. the atmosphere like in there? It's very cozy. Because a live episode. You might have to get permission, but it, we'd also be going on a Saturday night, so it might be busy oh, and loud. Right, Saturday night. Unless they have the balalaika music with the piano, and we're in a. If we're in a specific room, we could do it because you could still hear it in the background and hear all the chatter. But I don't know. It's a, it just has to be a wait and see sort of thing. Maybe we'll do a short segment. We'll just take like a little uh, voice recording with one of our phones. Yeah, you can record directly with SoundCloud and make it into an episode through SoundCloud. Oh, can you? Yeah. We, we might do a little short little visit yeah. there. We can do a food review of the atmosphere and the Borscht. But we're probably going to have to make reservations because it appears to be a popular place. But I am looking forward to it. Yes. It is like my favorite place. He's mentioned it about 15 times in the last 10 days. And because of it, I've been talking about balalaikas and wanting to get one a lot too. And the Russians do not understand him for that. <laughs> Look, it doesn't... We don't get the Russians. The Russians don't need to get me, okay? Okay. I want a balalaika and I want my borscht. And is that's that too much to ask? We're gonna wrap. No, remember, <laughs> I want a ball no, no, no. Remember, we do oh, have we an do. upcoming. We have a competition. It's sort of a competition. So in this podcast, there's an Easter egg. Unfortunately, we ran into some technical difficulties, and my computer literally froze and died at one point, and then yes. another point. Not because the computer's failing; it's just the program froze. And um, what we had to do was we had to kind of pick up again. And somewhere in this approximately thirty. 33 minute episode there are two cuts in there that we kind of we're going to smooth over and try to make it as unnoticeable as possible but, but if you can find them and send us an email or message with the exact timing in or, the episode yeah. like not exactly we'll, we'll give you like up second. to two seconds off or or just say the word that it's after yeah then uh, we will allow you to be a call-in guest Mm-hmm. It will be a bit of a pain, but we'll try to find a time because of the United States, that will be an eight-hour difference, so you might have to work with us a little bit. We'll, we'll deal. Well, yeah. we'll, you will be calling, and we can have an episode discussing whatever you want. Within reason. Within reason. Our, us, we are the censors. We will censor you if the topic yeah, is we'll, not... We'll a, do this with like a delay. A 15-second delay. <laughs> no, not really. We can just edit it after. Yeah, we can just cut that. We, we can just cut the person out. We could pretend that they did a call-in and then just cut them out all together. Or better yet... <laughs> You will just interview them, and in the background, I'll just be like, beep, whenever they say something I don't want it to be on the podcast. I feel like this is not how we make friends. Oh, I'm sure that our listeners would just love to hear beep, all, all podcasts I can long. see, I can see the, like, oh, the audio know, markings. It's, it's terrible. It's awful. You're just You guys the worst. are going to hate this when you're, you You're the it. worst. I am the worst. Okay. With that... Chuck and he- with that Chuck and Haley in the afternoon. You oh, said my name right, guys. Chuck and Healy. Dang now it. I didn't. 
I see. You see what I did there? I didn't do Healy's it at the beginning. on the show now, I guess. Yeah. You see what I did there, though? I didn't do it at the beginning of the podcast. I purposely left it out, and I was doing it at the end uh-huh. just to mess with you. I see. It didn't work, but I wanted it to. It didn't work. So, Chuck and Healy, we're going to be heading out. We'll see you all next week.